This is a Barita podcast, which is a medium for information purposes only. This podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities. This isn't a research report, nor intended to serve as a basis for making any investment decisions. Contact a licensed investment advisor before making any financial decisions. Let's get into the Barita podcast. Thank you for joining us, everyone, for another episode of the Barita Podcast. Remember, you can see prior episodes at barita.com slash podcast. So today we have Kerry Bayes, the head of wealth management at Barita. Kerry, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me today. All right, wonderful. So um, always a pleasure, you know, to, to chat with you. So how are things over there in wealth these days? What's what's going on? How's business? Business is good. Okay. Um, wealth is three years old now, mm-hmm. so we're still quite new in our, our journey. You're a toddler? Yes, we are toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but things are good. I mean, the branch has grown quite significantly, mm-hmm. so our team has expanded over that time. Mm-hmm. We've had a really strong focus on growing the branch, you know, acquiring new, new clients to experience the wealth management experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been operating through some challenging times over the last three years, as we'd all be aware of. Yeah. Um, and of course, market conditions are not are not the best right now mm-hmm. either. Um, so all things considering, we're doing well. Okay, so what what is that wealth management experience like for the clients that you alluded to? The wealth management experience at Barita Wealth, I think, is one of a kind mm-hmm. in the industry. So we really have a focus on serving our clients and delivering exceptional service. And I know that's a word that's been thrown around quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how many of us can say that we really do experience exceptional service. And so we've pre- placed a lot of focus and priority in delivering that to our clients. So we want to be their key partners in terms of meeting their needs and their goals um, financially. And we work very closely with our clients. Um, we aim to, to really work with them closely. Um, so we don't just look to to make a sale mm-hmm. we're not interested in in selling um, or you hear from us at that time and then you don't hear from us again so it really is a, a process it's a it's a journey that we walk together um, so we meet periodically throughout the year we make sure that we are actively managing the portfolio we constantly do reviews we want to make sure that it's the best position for value um, and that we're always on the right track towards the goals that our clients have set and in terms of service um, we operate as a as a team of two, which I think is is quite unique in this space. Mm-hmm. So all of our wealth clients have a dedicated wealth manager, okay. as well as access to our customer service team. And normally, that would be one in particular. So we're always accessible if you can't get your your advisor for any reason. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always another person that you have a relationship with that is ready and available to serve you. Okay. So the unit is three years old and mm-hmm. like you said, it was what, two years of pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is what, baptism by fire. Um, what, what's that been like? I mean, you must have built a pretty robust team going through all those challenges and still being here out on the other side. Right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, we owe full credit to the team mm-hmm. um, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be where we are today without them so they really have been very res- resilient mm-hmm. um, very committed to the needs of our clients um, very committed to the needs of, of Barito um, and so if they're watching I'd like to take this opportunity to really thank them for the effort they, they have 
displayed over the last couple of years. And I want to mention that, you know, last year we won top performing branch at just after just our second year during the pandemic. So I think that speaks volumes to the level of commitment and effort that they would have displayed. Okay, well, congratulations Thank on you. your award. We're very proud of it. <laughs> there, yeah, man. Uh, that's good, that's good. So as you go out there and uh, interact with the marketplace, what are you hearing from people? What are you hearing from clients and prospective clients? you know, in, in terms of the investment space and wealth management space? Um, what we hear from clients primarily is that they're looking for, at this point in time, a lot of people are feeling uncertain yeah. about what's happening in the market. Um, and so you have different types of investors. You have some that don't like uncertainty mm -hmm. um, and are looking for more of a, a safe haven yeah. and to kind of proceed with caution. And then you have our other clients who may be a little bit more more bullish um, and are really looking for the opportunities that times like these present. And so we make sure that we have products and services available to fit the needs of any individual or company or institution that we're trying to assist. So if, you know, if I'm like, you know, cautious, I have my wealth, I want to keep it, mm -hmm. I don't want to do too much. If I'm one of the cautious ones, like how do you approach me? In, in, in that kind of situation where I don't like uncertainty, I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm the one that wants to be very careful. All right, I'm glad you asked that question because when we when we start a new relationship with a client, that's the first thing that we aim to discover. Um, so we'll have an exploratory meeting to really get to know you, the type of investor you are, how comfortable you are with taking risks, what the ultimate goal is, um, and then we can structure on that accordingly. So for our investors who are a little bit more shy and cautious at this time, um, you know, we're really recommending more fixed income, conservative type options. Um, short-term liquid like repurchase agreements mm -hmm. um so we tend to gear in that kind of direction for those type of investors okay so but if i'm like bullish i'm mr aggressive right i'm sean and i want to buy the latest bow tie company i think it's going to the sky and I, I'm, I'm i'm willing to take risk and you know really put the wealth out there to try and make a big splash what's what's the um what's the approach there so most people would know that if you're really bullish and looking to make a return, equities is the number one option for that, right? Um, and so we're, we work very closely with our analytical team. Um, we, we track the market constantly. So we're always looking to find out what are the best companies to invest in, you know, what's happening with the stock market. And we have a number of products and services that offer um, exposure to not just the local market but also the u.s market through our unit trust funds as well so that's really the focus for our aggressive investors where are the opportunities to make you know really good returns and that's always going to come back to the stock market both local and international okay okay um and i mean we should be speaking with some of the guys uh that will be introducing new funds so i guess we're going to mm -hmm. expand the opportunity set to the wealth clients as well right? yes that's, that's correct so we're always looking for ways to to serve our clients and of course as we said everybody is different and we want to be able to offer diversified and unique um, opportunities to our clients so expanding our unit trust um, exposure through real estate also on the conservative type so we're we're looking at introducing more conservative options for usd mm -hmm. with a little bit more flexibility and innovation through through unit trusts okay okay all right so there's there's a 
a relational service experience team approach um, and you have you have different packages and different approaches for different types of investors. Mm -hmm. uh, am I missing anything? Like, what what's the kind of sum of message that the wealth department would like to give to the marketplace? Our sum up message that we would like to give to any potential investor is that we're here and we're ready to to serve you. Um, we're here to help you really achieve your goals. We want to work closely with you. We want to understand you, your needs, the needs of, of your family, the needs of your business. Um, and we can really work with you to, to meet those goals. We stand by you in both the good times and the bad and the rocky times in between. And we are dedicated to making sure that your experience is top class. So we, are, we pride ourselves on being reliable, accessible available at all times to to our clients that we aim to go above and beyond even in the smallest instances to make sure that our the needs of of our investors are met okay that's great that's great all right well that's great to hear about the wealth department <laughs> but, you know i have particular interest in hearing about kerry <laughs> Absolutely. Boring old carry? No, no, not boring <laughs> at all. You know, I mean, I was saying it's at a fight to be. The little I do know is 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 just an amazingly interesting story, right? So, I mean, tell us a little bit about you know who's who's Carrie Bayless. Who is Carrie Bayless? Hmm, Carrie Bayless is lots of things put together, I guess. Um, so everybody would know me as as head of wealth. I would have been in wealth management space for a long time. Um, outside of my professional capacity, I'm also a mother. Um, yes. I'm a wife to be. Um, I a daughter i'm a sister i'm somebody that really loves life um, i like to enjoy myself outside of work as well and just live life to the fullest what's fun what do you what do you like to enjoy um what do i like to enjoy all right so i love food oh yeah yes i'm a big foodie okay. that's you know how i stay slim i eat lots blessed <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> Um, so I love going out to res different restaurants. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoy that time with my girlfriends. We'll go for dinner. Um, I like to travel and particularly since COVID, even a little bit before, I like to staycation as well. Okay. Um, so I like to get out of town, relax. Um, most of my fun time is with my kids. They're at a very fun age. They keep me on my toes. And my daughter, she's, she's five with a huge personality. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a lot of fun with her. These days, I feel like I'm a personal chauffeur for her events, but she keeps me laughing along the way. <laughs> yeah, I find that their, their schedules are just as if not busier than ours. Yes. Right? So a lot of my outings are, you know, kids' birthday parties. So. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, we, we, you know, a friend of mine is decided, said, boy, you know, we're going to just, we've decided to enjoy these 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 birthday parties because we see our future and it's a lot of time spent there you know so you get to the party and he's he's having as much fun if not more than she yeah i mean i don't think we need to fool ourselves i think these days you know it's an opportunity for us parents to enjoy ourselves while the kids are enjoying themselves as well so it's it is nice yeah so you know if you speak to a certain um uh, kind of peer group of people you mm -hmm. name carrie bayless and what comes to mind quickly is Mr. Maker, right? And then Mr. Maker again. <laughs> right? I mean, so, I mean, talk a little bit about that because, you know, a lot of people don't know. I mean, people know that 
but then they don't know how how rich your experience has been how hard you've worked in different fields and you know the the journey to get to finance i mean take us through that arc yeah i don't even know if it's been um a journey with different stops along the way as it is to everything kind of happening simultaneously Mm -hmm. um throughout the years as well but yes i'm a former um two-time miss jamaica so i had one miss jamaica world yeah i'm very i'm very proud of it actually um in my top accomplishments it's definitely up there um so i did miss jamaica world in 2009 well, I mean, by nature, you're automatically <laughs> disqualified. But <laughs> so, hats off to you. If, if they had it for the men, may, maybe you'd you'd oh, be in a running role. Uh, you flatter me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, both were a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I won Miss Jamaica World in 2009, and I won Miss Jamaica Universe in 2013. Um, but it was a great experience for me. I learned a lot. I traveled a lot. I was exposed. I met a lot of people. And ultimately, I think it has helped me tremendously in my career. Um, just, you know, my name somewhat became a brand at that point mm-hmm. so you know I, when i started in wealth management and i would call my clients if i didn't know them directly my name was somewhat familiar yes. um, and so that helped and just the exposure that i got the type of people that i, I met um, the events that i was you know blessed to attend so it, it really was a, a very rich experience so for me talk a little bit about that like what kind of what kind of events or individuals or places stand out to you when you think about when you remember that time? You're drawing my memory way, <laughs> way back. Um, but essentially, I would have been an ambassador mm-hmm. for Jamaica at that time. And during my my reign, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be invited to um, lots of different types of events across different sectors as well. Um, I also worked on particular campaigns. So I had done some stuff with the Jamaica Manufacturing Association okay. um, about promoting, you know, building and buying Jamaican um, and so I did somewhat of a, a road tour and got you know so I was exposed to a lot of key players in in manufacturing mm-hmm. um, also in the tourism sector um, so I would, would be invited to a lot of events of that kind of nature at the conference center um, and so I, I mean the list goes goes, goes on, on and on, on yeah, yeah. yeah must have been a rich rich experience it really was I, I imagine it really it was I did learn a lot. I grew a lot, actually. Um, I grew a lot. It kind of, I think it broke me out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, and forced me to, to be able to go and stand out and help me in my ability to, to speak and my confidence. So it was, it was a great experience as a young woman mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, and it shows. It shows. Okay. <laughs> I am, um, I mean, you, you you have a law degree, right? You you went on and, and, and studied in that space. Yes, um, I was would that say before I, or after. It was in between. Okay, it was in between. So I do have a law degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I won the first time I won Miss Jamaica. I had just finished my second year in my law degree, mm-hmm. and so I I took a year off. I wanted to be in Jamaica for my reign, and it was also very important for me that once I handed over, I went back and made sure I completed my degree, mm-hmm. um, and then. When I came back to Jamaica after that, I stumbled right into finance. So I didn't get a lot of um, leverage from the law degree, so to speak. Well, you, I mean, you got experience. I heard Sam Zell talking recently and he was saying, boy, the experience of going to law school and, and, and having a law degree is extremely valuable. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And in fact, um, I can't remember the exact stats, but I know when I was um, back in university, it was something like 10 or 15 percent of people that graduated with a law degree actually went on to practice law so yeah that low so um what you'd find with a law degree is that it builds so many different skill sets that really allows you to to kind of go into any um career after that in terms of your ability to to do research um your objectivity Mm -hmm. um your speaking and i don't want to say arguing um but powers of persuasion powers of persuasion that's that's a much nicer a much nicer term um so yeah it's it's it was a very um comprehensive and character building degree to to go through for the couple of years so yeah we can definitely see that i mean because sam zell is known as a real estate investor you know and Mm -hmm. here it is he was talking about law school barack obama you know he's not known for being a lawyer (laughs) yeah i mean you make you make these decisions when you're very young yeah. when you think about the age that you're going to university mm-hmm. at that time i wasn't 100 percent sure what i really wanted to do career-wise um, but i did law for a level and i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and i decided at that time i was going to choose to study something that i could take anywhere with me yeah. so i did most of my studies in england okay. um, and so it was possibility that i would have stayed there mm-hmm. If I wanted to come to Jamaica, it would be a very easy conversion. If I wanted to change careers, um, it would have given me a great platform to do that as well. And Which, so here I am. <laughs> what was the English experience like? Um, also a rich experience. So my mother is half English, okay. half Jamaican. So I'm a quarter, a quarter British. <laughs> um, and I have lived in three different countries. Really? England is, is one of those. I spent 12 years there. Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? No, I didn't. You're looking know. at me like you're just hearing that for I, the first I, time. I, I thought I would have shared that with you. I was telling Carrie, I didn't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was there. I was lived in England from I was 10 until I was about, yeah, about 21, almost 22. Mm-hmm. So that was, so, so you said three countries. So it's England, Jamaica, and... And the States. And the States. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well-traveled. Um, uh, Learning is 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 word they like to refer to, but um. So okay, so we've done all of that. So mm-hmm. bring us Landis in finance. Now. How how did that come about? How did that come about? Okay, as I said, you're taking me way back. Um, okay, it's not you're not old. No, I didn't. I didn't say I was old. No, you I, said way back, I did like, not say I was like, old. We were looking at you. It's like I'm just saying time has passed. That's, that's all. <laughs> No, so um, when I graduated my law degree, I knew I wanted to come back to Jamaica. Um, in fact, I booked myself on like the first flight out after oh, my graduation. Home. Yes, um, Jamaica is always home for me. And so I came back. I was, you know, need to start working. Yeah. Um, so I was exploring what opportunities were available to me as a as a new graduate. Um, and I actually did a year in insurance. Okay. And then two opportunities came up for me to move into the investment space. Um, And I decided, why not? I mean, it's a very, I don't know if everybody shares this this thought, but I think it's a very interesting sector. Um, And ultimately, I don't think there's anything more powerful than, you know, being financially literate 
mm-hmm. you know, and understanding wealth, you know, how to create wealth, how to manage money, mm-hmm. um, how to manage your whole life around that level of independence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I took the leap into wealth management and I never looked back. I mean, I love different aspects of my job. I think number one is that I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed, I think number one, that was what drew me to wealth management was really getting to meet very interesting people, you know, in all different all different paths at all different ages, levels and stages of their career, of their wealth building journey. Um, and it's, I got a, just a personal satisfaction from being able to be a part of that. Um, so, you know, seeing what I've been able to achieve for my clients and how that's changed their lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I always get to share this with my clients, but I learn a lot from them yeah. as well. And so, I love what I do. Hey, that's wonderful. I mean, we love having you here, Kerry. It's been a rich experience. Thank you very much for, you know, all that you bring to the team. Well, thanks for having me. I enjoyed this. Yeah, man. And thank you. Thank you for coming. So may you be blessed in your journey and may, you know, the rich experience be greater in front of you than it even has been behind, even though it's been quite rich already. Thank you very much. I right, take care. You've just listened to an episode of the Barita Podcast. The Barita Podcast is available on all Barita's social media platforms. If you'd like to invest with Barita Investments Limited, visit our website at barita.com or contact us at 876-926-2681 to get started.